0: Hey everyone i'm so excited to share our podcast has been nominated in boise weekly's annual best of boise contest and while it's an honor to be nominated i have to admit it would be even more fun to win if we've helped you connect to the city you love go to the link in the show notes to vote for us by may 23rd thanks boise Today on CityCast Boise, if you've ever had a close encounter of the goose kind, you know they can be real jerks. Our Hey Boise newsletter editor, Blake Hunter, is here to tell us why Boise geese are so salty right now and how to share the city with them without getting a wing to the face. It's Wednesday, April 5th. I'm Emma Arnold and this is what Boise is Talking About. Hi, Blake. Hey Emma. I am so glad you're here because we need to talk about this. I was down on the green belt recently and the geese were chasing everybody everywhere. Why are they so aggressive this time of year?
1: Yeah, they're a real hazard this time of year. It's for a few reasons. First of all, the one that people kind of know most because we see them around is that it's uh, just about time for them to start laying eggs, Uh, so it's nesting season, which Kind of fun fact, Canada geese go back to like the same nesting grounds their whole lives, which is pretty cool. So they have like their little pockets around Boise that they go to and they start laying eggs and raising their younglings and they get really cranky and very protective because all of their nests are on the ground. People on, along the Greenbelt are to them just like walking across their front porch and they don't <laughs> no. love it sometimes. <laughs>
0: they do not.
1: And as we'll get into, sometimes geese are also just cranky.
0: Geese are jerks. Um, in my experience, uh, we had geese growing up, and every time we would go to feed the geese and the chickens, the geese would come at you. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people use them for like guard dogs like guard geese. I don't know if you've heard of that because they're I have not heard of that. <laughs> there's actually a bunch in my neighborhood, but they're so aggra- like they're aggressive, they're loud. I don't think I'm being, you know, too rude here to say that like geese are jerks.
1: They're jerks, yeah.
0: They're jerks in general.
1: <laughs> also, another reason that they're especially jerks this time of year is not only are they kind of staying on the ground to protect their young, but also it's once they're younger growing, yeah, you know, like, goslings are growing, then they also start molting season, so they start losing all of their flight feathers and regrowing, so they're actually literally grounded, yeah. which I assume pisses them off more, and so for just, like, a few months of the year, they're just kind of, like, running around. They're like little dinosaurs just attacking whatever they see.
0: So, for people who don't know, how did they get here, you know, because I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are like, wait a minute, Canadian geese, what are they doing in Boise?
1: Yeah, so... This is a migratory area for Canada geese, and it has been for a really long time. But people who have been here through the winter know that they live here year-round now. And that's increasing just kind of around the world, partially just because of, like, warming climate. But, like, you know, we had a pretty cold winter, but they were still here because we have so many grassy areas for them To live. Um, So they have a consistent food source in grass. They love just like open parks and suburb areas and golf courses. Like that, it is just like prime territory. Like it could not be better for them. And so here in Boise, we've got a lot of that, a lot of surface area for them to live on.
0: How long will this last? Like when do they go back to being regular jerks instead of uh, naked, naked parenting (laughs) maniac jerks?
1: (laughs) I think around July, July and August is when they will kind of like temper, temper down a little bit um, because that's when, you know, their flight feathers start to fully come in. Their goslings are still young, but they're not just like little green tennis balls running around. They can actually like fend for themselves a little bit more, so... But we're pretty much stuck with it for most of the summer.
0: So let's talk Boise State because I know you attended there and the goose problem is so real. It is and real, And yeah. it's, it's like a big thing like there's viral videos about it. What can you tell us about it?
1: Oh, gosh, it feels kind of like, you know, how there's stories about like people like moving to New York and like, you know, you're a New Yorker when you have your moment where you like New York just like breaks you and you bounce back from it and you like stay there and you decide that that's like your home, whatever. That's kind of what it feels like to go to Boise State. Like you have a moment where you like hiss back at a goose and you're like, oh, this is my low point. OK, um, I'm, I'm
0: officially a Boisean now. Yeah.
1: Everyone that I know has a goose story, at least one, because especially in the spring, like Boise State, again, like their campus is gorgeous in the spring. It's really fun to just kind of like walk around there. It's great to like get out of a class and just like kind of hike across campus, but you'll probably be accosted by, like, a little two-foot velociraptor at some point. And there's, there's just so many. And part of it is because, you know, Boise State obviously doesn't have as much vehicle traffic throughout the campus, so I think that that lowers the, uh, like, impediments that the geese have. Also, it's right next to Ann Morrison, which is a huge, huge goose area as well.
0: Do you have a goose story? I feel like everybody in Boise has a goose story.
1: I have many. And I I will say, like, just leaving geese alone, letting them cross, letting them do their thing is a good way to reduce your amount of geese stories. But I do have one, um, which I maintain was not really my fault. I was going to Boise State and I was working at the student newspaper there, the Arbiter, and they have to, like, deliver the newspaper super early in the mornings to different areas around campus. So it was like probably seven in the morning. I am not a morning person, and I just stepped out of my car that like I had parked somewhere outside of a building. Just did not notice that there was a goose right outside in like the little like grassy median. I barely opened the door, and it just immediately flew at the door and like hit the <laughs> door with its feet. And was like beating its wings, and I just shut the door and just kind of sat there while there was a really angry goose outside. And I had to wait for like fifteen minutes before it moved on. And so that that was my low point of like. Okay, yeah, I got to move on with my day after this little tiny dinosaur just attacked me. (laughs) But yeah, luckily, I don't have any like, like physical wounds. I have never experienced a wound from a geese, but I know people who have.
0: So. Yeah, I mean, I I want to say to people who uh, or maybe are new here or have not encountered a ton of wildlife, uh, because pe- maybe people don't realize we're not talking like they're going to come snap at you. No, they have a very hard bone on the top of their wing, and what they'll do is pummel you with that.
1: Yes, yes. So
0: and they're very very strong. So so stay stay away from them if you can. Yeah. You know, my my son works down at Boise State, and uh, he has said that it's actually a real issue. Like they tear up the grass, and it's rough because it's starting to warm up. People want to go sit in the grass. You can't. There is nothing but goose poop out there. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I I know it's actually a real issue. But let's talk about. There's always been this rumor since I was a kid that the reason Boise State has such a goose problem is the blue turf because they think it's a lake. They try to land. Is that is there any truth to that?
1: I remember when I first heard this story when I was a freshman at Boise State and I'm just I'm just kind of puzzled about it because it's just like it's a correlation of just like, oh water's blue uh, and so is the turf. so that's it but like when have you seen water that is blue like a river water that is blue like the Boise State turf like you like it doesn't exist at least here especially. So yeah, that is pretty much just a myth. Basically the myth is that like geese have dive bombed onto the turf thinking that like, they can like land on it and like broken their necks but like also geese don't dive like raptors to like catch fish in water so <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah there there are many holes in this story
0: yeah I, you know, there's a bit of a debate around this, and I, ca- I really do get both sides. Uh, you know, you, you'll see. Uh, I, I heard that Boise State for a while was trying the the cutout coyotes to to drive them away. They, they do. They spray the crabapple trees. They spray the grass. But let's talk poop because I didn't realize that this is like more than just an inconvenience. It can be a real problem. It can like dry out and be respirated, and it's like a real issue for people with asthma and allergies.
1: That side of things, I wasn't as familiar with. But I I know that it is a thing, but I'm more just familiar with like the ground just kind of becoming muddied uh, in the springtime. And especially like if there's like a lot of goose poop on the ground and then it rains, it just turns into this like horrible mixture. And yeah, it's just horrible, super slippery, like pretty much just like have to stay on the like sidewalks in places, but also sidewalks are not safe either from it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) There's really no, I mean, how many times have you been like, oh, let's have a little picnic down here oh, at yeah. Ann Morrison or Boise State, and you're just like, here, I'll scoot the goose poop out of the way as much as possible. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you enjoy your picnic, basically. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, we've established that geese are jerks, but, um, you know, it's funny, uh, a rumor you always hear is that geese mate for life, uh, and I am actually here to dispel that for people. They, oh, yeah, they uh, they do mate for life. Uh, Emotionally, we'll say... (laughs) They uh, they form a connection with another goose. They mate for life, but they are not actually monogamous. Did you know that?
1: I did not know that.
0: Yeah. So people will always say, well, you know, geese mate for life, mm. you know, when they're comparing human relationships. And I'm like, yeah, but it turns out they're real hoes. So <laughs> oh,
1: they're ethically non-monogamous hoes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: they're ethically non-monogamous birds. Yeah. Velociraptors, as you said. Yeah. So, you know, romantic jerks. No, just kidding. Them and swans. Uh, very promiscuous, turns huh. out. Well, Good for them. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk best practices, uh, because I, we have to remember as we're complaining about them, I always try to remember like you're actually you're in their space too. like, yeah. you know, they're actually agitated and scared and worried because you're around where they're trying to live and eat. Like you said, their front porch. So what are some best practices so we can make sure we're, we're dealing with them well?
1: Yeah, I think that is important to remember. And granted, like, the goose population here has just boomed because of the environment that we have created. So, like, it all kind of comes back to us, and that's okay. I think, again, kind of like being at Boise State early on, like, as you become acclimated to geese, sometimes you want to kind of, like, mess with them or, like, mess around. Like, you think that you can kind of, like, agitate them a little bit. Like, I've seen just, like, so many just bros from Boise State try to like mess with geese and it go really wrong. But basically the the number one rule is try to give them as much space as possible. That can clearly be pretty difficult when they're, you know, crossing your path in any sort of way. But the number one rule, I would say, is just kind of like try to stay out of their way. If they are going in a certain direction, that's fine. Um, Just kind of like let them pass. I have heard that if one is kind of like giving you the side eye and looks like it might start to attack you, like particularly if they're like bobbing their head at you, that is is a sign that they might attack you. I have heard that maintaining eye contact can be helpful. Oh, my
0: God. I was just going to say that. I was just going to tell you... my. My great-grandma Anne always told us when we would go to feed the geese when I was a kid, uh, she would always say you just got to be a bigger jerk than they are Ugh. and uh, that and this is like don't hassle them Don't get in their space But if you have some that are like being really aggressive stand your ground you put your arms out wide and you maintain eye, eye contact mm-hmm. And you back away, but you look like you're a bigger jerk. That's the, right. That's the key to geese is you got to be the bigger jerk
1: Yeah, I'm picturing you at like eight <laughs> years old trying to make <laughs> eye contact with eight different geese at the same time <laughs> yeah. Protecting
0: my little brother who's carrying <laughs> yeah. chicken food and I'm like we're the bigger jerks <laughs> (laughs) I promise, yeah. That's a very accurate picture. Yeah,
1: that is pretty much it. It's just, like, with a lot of, you know, wild animals, just kind of, like, take up your own space, but, like, don't try to mess with them. That Not only, like, will they mess with you, like, they can attack you, but they, like... You also just don't want to mess with them. Like, they're they're just trying to live their lives as well, so.
0: And some good advice, too, is uh, if you are down by any of the parks in Boise right now, keep an eye out for, for them on the road. Yes, um, yeah. This is the time of year you'll see tons, like, you'll be like, why has everybody stopped up here? And then it's a bunch of gosling know, <laughs> crossing yeah. the
1: road. One thing I don't know that I've been wanting to know, and I could probably look up, but I'll just ask you, is, like, what do you do if you see a goose or a gosling that has, like, you know been hit by a car or is like stuck somewhere like what what are you supposed to do
0: Oh, this is good because actually this came up last year. I was with mm. my husband and we found some ducklings, actually, not geese, but it's the same, you know, same situation. And they were actually stuck in a storm drain and their mom couldn't get them out and they couldn't hop out. So we just called actually animal control and they were like, yep, thank you for letting us know. And also there's a couple bird rescue places. Like if you find an injured gosling, if you just look up Boise bird rescue, there's a couple of places that will will help you with that animal and, and take them in and, and help them find like a a sanctuary <laughs> situation okay. so yeah there's a couple things but really the biggest thing is leave them alone isn't it right now just give them some space let
1: them poop yeah.
0: everywhere and before <laughs> you know it it'll be summer and and most of them will be gone
1: <laughs> yeah no no that's good to know and also yeah don't try to make them your pets that's not gonna work out for anyone
0: no yeah Uh, When we're saying guard geese, we're talking about domesticated geese. I've never seen anybody with a yard full of Canadian geese that they wanted there anyway. Well, Blake, thank you for giving us the rundown uh, rundown on uh, geese being jerks in Boise. And uh, stay safe out there.
1: Yeah, stay safe.
0: Speaking of jerks, the weather's been a real one lately. I'm sure you've already noticed, but Boise has officially broken the record of consecutive days below 60 degrees. The old record was 153 days set April 2nd, 1899, but we're blowing right past that this week. Not to brag, but we also broke the record for most days above 100 last year, with 27 days of 100 degrees or greater breaking the record of 20 set in 2003. That's all for today here on CityCast Boise. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend? Leave us a review and subscribe to our Hey Boise newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow for a very sweet chat with the director of Ballet Folklorico. Bye.
1: but the goslings are really cute. So
0: they're so cute. Oh my gosh. You just want to like pick them up and like rub them all over your face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>